Hello, this is Joe McGee. Welcome to our podcast. Make sure that you subscribe and please share the podcast with your friends. That is the number one way you can help us reach people with God's love and healing. We love you guys. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Through the Bible with Joe McGee. We're going from Genesis to Revelation in chronological order through the Bible. Today, we're in the book of Judges. And there's a lot of great stories, but a lot of great movies out of the book of Judges. So we're in the book of Judges. And today we've got a we got a female hero we're coming up with, great lady named Deborah. So we're in Judges chapter 4 and verse 1. Now I'm reading from the New Living Translation. It's my favorite translation. I still have a King James. I still study the King James. I just don't speak King James. So Judges chapter one and uh, chapter 4 and verse 1. After Ehud's death, the Israelites again did evil in the Lord's sight. So the Lord turned them over to King Jabin of Hazor, a Canaanite king. The commander of his army was Sisera, who lived in uh, Eshereth. Sisera, who had 900 iron chariots, relentlessly oppressed the Israelites for 20 years. Then the people of Israel cried out to the Lord for help. Well, you know, after getting whipped for 20 years, I mean, what, what about what year 10? Maybe you thought, nah, it's not too bad yet. How about year 15? Well, we got more dead relatives or more oppressed. About around year 20, I think maybe we ought to pray. I've been there. We've all been there. You know, you're trying, you're planning, you're plotting, you're doing whatever. And you think, maybe we need to ask God for his help. <laughs> Jesus said, you have not because you ask not. Ask that your joy might be made full. So you need to ask the Lord for help. So it said uh, that Israel cried out to the Lord for help. Deborah, the the wife of Lapidoth, was a prophet who was a judge in Israel at that time. What do we got? We got a lady prophet. And I know we've had challenges in the local church about women should be in charge of whatever. Well, they have been, you know. Uh, She would sit under the palm of Deborah between Ramah and Bethel in the hill country of Ephraim, uh, of the Israelites, and they would go to her for judgment. They would come to her. Hey, we got a challenge between our neighbor and I. I got a challenge with my husband and my wife. Can you get a word from God for us? Because not many people could hear from God. Deborah could. One day, she said from Barak, uh, who uh, lived in Kenneth in the land of Naphtali, she said to him, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, commands you. Call out 10,000 warriors from the tribes of Naphtali and Zebulun, Mount Tabor. And I will call out Sisera, commander of Jabin's army, along with his chariots and warriors, to the Kishon River. There I will give you victory over him. Barak told her, I will go, but only if you go with me. So she gets a word one day, send for the king. He goes, hey, I got a word from God. I want to get your troops together. We're going to go over and face these other troops. And I've talked to God about it. He's going to give you victory. Well, the other bunch of troops got chariots and big steel wheels and whatever. Like, And so he said, I'll go, but only if you go. Because I know God's with you. I'm not sure God's with me. But I know God's with you, so I'll go only if you go. <laughs> and so look what she says. She said, I'll go if you go with me. Very well, she replied. I will go with you. But you will not res- you will not receive any honor for this venture. The Lord's victory over Sisera be at the hands of a woman. I'll go, but you're not going to get any credit for this. Zero, zip on none. 
I'm going to get all the credit. So Deborah went with Barrett to Kadesh. Barrett called together the tribes of Zebulun and Naphtali, and 10,000 warriors went up with him. Deborah also went up with him. <clears throat> now, Heber, the Kenite, the descendant of Moses' brother-in-law, Hobab, had moved away from the other members of his tribe, <coughs> excuse me, and had pitched his tent up under the oak near Kadesh. When Sisera was told that Barak, son of Abner, had, had gone to Mount Tabar, he called for all 900 of his iron chariots and all of his warriors, and they marched from Heshroth uh, to the Kishon River. So the heathen kings, he's heard they're out there. I want all my chariots. How many got? 900. Get every one of them. Get all my soldiers. Every one of them. Get them all. Big army. Loaded. Ready for a bear. Then Deborah said to, to Barak, get ready. This is the day that the Lord will give you victory over Sisera. For the Lord is marching ahead of you. So Barak led his 2,000 warriors down the slopes of Mount Tabor into battle. When Barak attacked, the Lord knew Sisera and all of his chariots and warriors went into panic. Sisera leaped from his chariot and escaped on foot. Then Barak chased the chariots, uh, uh, that <clears throat> chased the chariots and the enemy all the way to Horsheth, killing all of Syria's warriors. Not a single one was left. So meanwhile, Sisera ran to the tent of Jael, the wife of Hedim of the Kenan, because Hebner's family uh, was <clears throat> from Hazor. So Jael went to meet Sister and said to him, come into my tent. Come in, don't be afraid. So he went into her tent. She covered him with a blanket. Please get me some water, he said, for I'm thirsty. So she gave him some milk <laughs> and a leather bag from a, from a leather bag and covered him. So a couple of things. Uh, you ever had trouble sleeping at night? You ever had people say, well, drink a glass of warm milk. They don't have any refrigerators out there. And so the evil king has lost all of his hundreds of chariots. All of a sudden, they're all dead except him. Well, he's hoofing it through the countryside trying to save his own life. How many men did you lose? Well, 10,000. Well, they're all dead. We do it. I'm running for my life. You know? And so he runs this lady's tent. Can you hide me? She said, sure. Can you give him something to drink? Because he's probably sweating, mouse drunk. I'm thirsty. And so she gives him some warm milk. She knew what she was doing. Warm milk hit your belly. Your eyeball's going to roll back in your head. So standing at the door of her tent, he told her, if anybody comes and asks you, there's anyone in here, say no. But when sister fell asleep from exhaustion, Jaquana crept up to him with a hammer and a tent peg in her hand. Then she drove the tent peg through his temple into the ground, and so he died. Now, I've taught chapel for so many years. It's like, you know, if you put this in the movie, nobody would watch, like, oh, change channel. He's passed out on the floor, all 10,000 his army dead. He's exhausted. Can you give me something to drink? She gives him warm milk, probably goat's milk. And when I hit his belly, he was gone. He was out cold. I mean, he, he, he he's been running for his life. He's not sure what he's going to do. His army's dead. His charioteers are dead. All the soldiers are dead. And so he's passed out. She's got him covered up under a blanket. He's just thinking, oh, man, just, just let me sleep a little bit. And so he passes out. And so she gets a tent stake. You know, these are wooden tent stakes, big old tent stakes. 
And so she gets a hammer. He's laying on the floor asleep. She sets the tent peg on the on his temple on the side of his head, takes that hammer, and nails his head to the floor. And he died. I guess he did. So so what happened to the evil king? Well, he's dead along with his warriors. And so when Barrett came up looking for Sisera, Jael went out to meet him. She said, come, I will show you the man you're looking for. He followed her into the tent and found Sisera lying dead with a tent peg through his temple. So on that day, Israel saw God defeat Jabin, the Canaanite king. And from that time on, Israel became stronger and stronger against King Jabin until they finally destroyed him. What happened? Well, they're being attacked. Uh, the king of Israel comes to the woman, and we got a mess. Well, I've been praying, and God's going to give you victory. Uh, and you just go out, you're going to meet him over here, and God's going to get, well, I won't go unless you go, because I know, prophetess Deborah, I know you hear from God. I'm not sure I do. I'm not going to go unless you go. She said, well, I'll go, but you're not going to get any credit for this. I'm going to get all the credit. So in chapter 5, verse 1, then on that day, Deborah and Barrett uh, sang this song. Israel's leaders took charge, and the people gladly followed. Praise the Lord. Now they're singing this. And the people gladly followed. Praise the Lord. Listen, you kings, pay attention, you mighty rulers, for I will sing to the Lord. I'll make news to the Lord, the God of Israel. Lord, when you set out from Seir and marched across the fields of Edom, the earth trembled. The cloudy skies poured down rain. The mountains quaked in the presence of the Lord. The, the God of, of Mount Sinai in the presence of the Lord, the God of Israel. In the days of Shangri, son of Imoth, in the days of jail, the people avoided the main roads. They were singing a song. When people go to work, no, they're going to avoid the main roads. It's a bad place. The travelers stayed on the winding pathways. There are few people left in the villages of Israel until Deborah arose as a mother for Israel. When Israel chose new gods, war erupted in the city gates. <clears throat> Yet not a shield or spear could be seen among the 40,000 warriors of Israel. My heart is with the commanders of Israel, for those who volunteered for war, praise the Lord. Consider this. Those who ride on fine donkeys, those who sit on fancy saddle blankets, those of you who walk along the roads, listen to the village musicians, gather them to the village, gather them at the water holes. <coughs> they recount the righteous victories of the Lord, the victories of his villagers in Israel. Then the people of the Lord marched down the city gates. Wake up, Deborah, wake up. Wake up, wake up, and sing a song. Arise, Barak, lead your captives away. Down from Tabor, they marched against the nobles. The people of the Lord marched down against mighty warriors. Then they came down to Ephraim, a land that had once belonged to the Malachites that followed you, Benjamin, with your troops. From Makar, the commanders marched down from Zebulun, came to carry the commander's staff. The princes of Issachar, who were with Deborah and Barak. They followed Barak, raising, rushing into the valley, uh, but in the tribe of Reuben, there was great indecision. Why do you sit at home among the shepherd bowls? 
to hear the sheep shepherds whistle for their flocks. <clears throat> Yet the time time tribe of Reuben, they were in great indecision. Gilead remained east of the Jordan. Why did Dan stay home and set removed from the seashore, <clears throat> remaining in its harbors? But Zebulun risked his life, as did Naphtali, on the heights of the battlefield. The rings, the kings of Canaan, came and fought in the ghetto springs, but they carried no silver treasures. The stars fought from heaven. The stars in their orbits fought against Sisera. The Kishon Valley swept them away. The ancient torrents of the Kishon marched on with courage, my soul. Then the horses, hooves, hammered the ground, galloping along. Sisera's mighty uh, steeds. Let the people of Mesra be, be cursed, he said, said the angel of the Lord. Let them be utterly cursed, because they did not come to help the Lord. And they helped the Lord against the mighty warriors. Most blessed among the women of Jael, the wife of Hebron, Kenai, may she be blessed above all women who live in tents. Sister asked for water. She gave him milk in, in a bowl fit for nobles. When she brought him yogurt, then with the left hand, she reached down for a tent peg, and with the right hand for a workman's hammer. <clears throat> they're singing this song. <clears throat> this is a song they're singing. She struck Sisera with a hammer, crushing his head. The shattering blow, she pierced his temples. He sank and fell. He lay still at her feet. And where he sank, there he died. From the window, Sisera's mother looked out. Through the window, she watched for his return, saying, Where is his chariot so long in coming? Why is it, why is it not here? Why don't we hear the sound of chariot wheels? For wise women answer. Mm. She repeats these words to herself. There must be a dividing, the captured plunder, with a woman or two for every man. There will be colorful robes for Sisera, colorful embroidered robes for me. Yes, the plunder will include colorful embroideries on both sides. Listen, may all your enemies die like Sisera. May all those who love you rise like the sun of its power. Then there was peace in the land for 40 years. So the evil king's mother singing a song. She said, well, he'll be back. He's going to have victory. Going to bring me a lot of nice fancy clothes and fancy uh, things he's brought from the other country. No, he's dead with a tent pecked in his temple. And so the great and the mighty fall, as long as God's people served him, he gave them victory. What their numbers? They didn't have the fancy chariots. Matter of fact, God sent a rain. All of, all of sisters' chariots got stuck in the mud. It's a big valley. And so here they come. I mean, you can imagine these hundreds and hundreds of chariots coming at you. Just the roar, the dust being stirred up, horses' hooves pounding. And you think, what's going on? Well, a rainstorm broke out. So here's the Israeli army down here. Here comes Sister's army coming down with the big chariots and the thousands of soldiers. All of a sudden, rain breaks out. It got muddy. Water piled up. Chariots got stuck. They got stuck in the mud. They they just came to a halt. They got, they fallen out into the water. What happened? God gave them victory. Well, who's going to get the ultimate victory? Well, this his lady, this lady in his tent is going to bring the king who's just lost his army in the mud. And they all died. Every one of them, all 10,000 died. They died that day. He, 
he's the only one left. So he runs and finds this little old lady with a tent. Hey, girl, can I use your tent? And can you get me something to drink? <laughs> he said, yeah. So he, he gets a, a bowl full of warm milk, goat's milk, cow's milk. I don't know, but it's warm. And you know warm milk hits your belly. Your eyeball's going to roll back your head. He falls asleep. The minute he falls asleep, she takes a wooden peg and a wooden hammer and nails his head to the floor. And so and she goes and gets this Israeli king, brings him in. You want, you looking for your enemy? Yeah, he's in my tent. And she wanted and she showed him, what's it? Well, that's him with his head pegged to the floor. Who did that? I did. Who killed that great king of that great army? And those great chariots and, and those great soldiers. Who killed him? A little lady in a tent with a bowl of warm milk. God gets victory every time. God's going to get victory every time. If you'll trust him, if I'll trust him, I want to trust God. God, please don't let me wander to the left or to the right. Father, I pray every day, keep me and my family in the middle of your will. Don't let us wander off to the side. Keep us in the middle of your will. In Jesus' name, I pray. God bless, guys. Thanks for listening. Tune in next time. We'll pick this story up here. It really is going to get good. Amen. Be sure to join us Monday, Wednesday, and Friday to hear more of what God can do in your life. He's got a great future for you and your family, and we're here to help you get there. Please make sure you visit Joe McGee Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. There you find all of our Friday funny videos and other encouraging resources for you and your family. While you're at it, be sure to visit JoeMcGee.com. We have all sorts of materials, books, DVDs, you name it, all there to help you, your marriage, and your family succeed.